Welcome everybody to the July GPS Training Podcast. It's our 11th podcast. So on today's podcast, it's myself, John from GPS Training, and I've got Andy with, again with me. Hello. As always, we're streaming it live on Facebook. So if you see what we look like, please go to our Facebook page. Just go to Facebook and search for GPS Training. And don't forget to like our page. So without further ado, let's get on with today's podcast. In today's podcast, we're going to look at the following. We have an interview with Tom Grindy, who's sales at Garmin, as we discuss the new Phoenix 5 Plus multi-activity GPS watch from Garmin. We will then chat over the new training videos on the online resource, which are all about the InReach Mini and also Expedition 2 for both PC and Mac users. We've got Andy's top tips, both for Garmin and SatMap users. And then we're going to discuss the European Galileo satellite systems and everything that has been discussed in the news recently regards to how this will be affected uh, by Brexit. And some of you may have heard me on the Jerry Vine show, so this is where that has come from. So the first thing is the Garmin new Phoenix 5 Plus. Earlier this week, I spoke to Tom, who's from sales at Garmin, and he told me more about the new Phoenix 5 Plus watch. On this month's podcast, we have Tom again from Garmin Distribution. So welcome to the podcast, Tom. Hello, how are you doing? So I've got Tom on Skype this time. I know last time you came up to Northumberland, but we're using technology and we've got Tom on the Skype line. So you are in, is it Macclesfield, Tom, is it? I am, yes. So he's at home in Macclesfield, so uh, yeah, good. So what, we're gonna, what we've got Tom on the podcast for is to look at the new Phoenix 5 Plus range, which has just come out in the last couple of weeks from Garmin. So first of all, Tom, the Garmin 5 Plus is a risk-based product from Garmin, and it's who's it aimed at? So the Phoenix 5 Plus range sits in the outdoor category from uh, Garmin, but is a true multi-activity uh, GPS watch. So in here, you've got features for walking, running, biking, swimming, skiing, rowing, pretty much every sport you can think of. And if it isn't in there, you can probably add it in. You can even take it out and play golf with it. Yeah, so people haven't seen the Phoenix 5 in the past or the Phoenix 3. It's it's a, it's a I want to say it's a big watch for your wrist, isn't it? It's a, you, you'll have seen it on pad, pad, it's, it's quite a big wrist. But it's, this, this new Plus is, is no larger, no smaller than the past Phoenixes, is it? No, so the, the, the actual units themselves are very similar to the current Phoenix 5 range. Um, it's just more internals and features we've added with the uh, update. So it's really for, well, as you say, walkers, cyclists. If you do any activities, it's that wrist-based product, which is nice and light, and uh, we can you can set up for whatever activity you want to do. Absolutely, yeah. And you've also got all the core Garmin navigation features in there as well. You know, GPS uh, grid references, uh, routes, tracks, that's all in there as well. So we can plan routes on Garmin Basecamp, transfer them over and navigate with our watch. Absolutely, yeah. Just like we do with an outdoor GPS unit. So there's a number of different options available. So uh, I know there's lots of different options available. So what are the, the main core um, feature, uh, models that are available in this 5 Plus range? So there's um, currently three models in the 5 Plus range. Um, there's the 5S Plus, the 5 Plus, and the 5X Plus. A uh, bit of a mouthful, I know. Um, the 5S and the 5 are very similar. Yeah. Um, the only difference between those two is size 
Um, so the 5S is a slimmer model. It's designed to fit, fit slimmer wrists. Right. It's got a narrower strap, shorter strap, smaller body. Um, um, but the 5 and the 5S have the same features um, throughout them. And the only trade-off for going for the smaller one is battery life. You get slightly shorter battery life on a 5S than a 5. The 5X Plus is a different model again and adds a few more features that the other two don't have. And what are those features that we get on the 5X then? So the uh, big feature we've added in there is a feature called Pulse Socks, right. um, which, which allows us to, or you, to monitor your blood saturation level. Um, live from your wrist and um, that's really useful for people who are working at high altitude okay. so you can see um, how well your body's acclimatized see how your body's reacting to uh, the altitude that you're at um, and it gives you that graphically so because the watch has got GPS and a barometer it can compare your elevation against your blood saturation level to see what the altitude is actually doing to your body. So that's very much aimed at the, the, well, the true mountain climber, isn't it, really? Yeah, the true mountaineer, expedition users, that kind of thing. Fantastic. Bye. That's, and that's an extra £149 for that one, I do believe, isn't it? Yes, it is. The, obviously, the watch is slightly bigger with the 5X as well, and you get a bigger battery in there as well to help with those people who are going on the longer expedition. So we've had the, the Phoenix 5 and the 5X since January, I think it was this year when that came to market. So it's not that long. We're now in the end of July, or mid-July, sorry. Um, and we've got the Plus range. So what's the big difference from the Phoenix 5 and the 5X and the Phoenix 5, 5X Plus? Um, what, what's the big change that we see um, in, this, in this short time? So between the, 5, uh, the Phoenix 5 and the 5 Plus, um, there's a couple of updates. Firstly, uh, visually, we've done a couple of things. We've um, changed the bezel slightly on the watch, made it narrower, um, which means you get a little bit more screen. Um, and we've also put a stainless steel back on it, a shiny silver stainless steel back, which looks really nice. Um, so that's kind of the, the physical changes um, to the watch. And then um, the in terms soft of features, features and software that's in there? Yeah. So features-wise, um, the big change is that we've added mapping onto all the models now. Previous versions, it used to be just limited to the 5X, uh, but it's now on all models. We've also upgraded that mapping to Topo Active. Right. Um, this is one of my favorite new features of the watch. So um, you can now do round routing from your watch. So um, I stay away a lot with work. Uh, on Tuesday morning, I want to go on a 5K run. I ask the watch for a 5K run, and it gives me a run. Uh, three different options for me to choose from. Brilliant. When I go. So it's the same as the Topo Active mapping that we see on well, 700Ts, Oregon 700Ts, Etrex Trust 25, 35. It's the same map set that we find on that, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. It's the same map set. Um, and um, Garmin do, do quite a good job of keeping that up to date as well. So That's brilliant. So what other things have we got as well as the, the mapping? So the other two additions are we've now added a, a Garmin Music to the watches. Right. That allows you to store up to 500 songs on the watch itself and then stream that to a pair of Bluetooth headphones. Um, so um, again, if you're staying away a lot or you go to the gym as well as run outside, you, can, you don't need to take your phone now for music. The music can live on the watch. You put your Bluetooth headphones on and you can stream your music wirelessly from there. That's brilliant. It's what we see on many other smartwatches, so it's nice to see that Garmin have got that on the outdoor Phoenix uh, 5 range. That's superb. And then finally, what else has it got? Uh, finally, the, uh, the third feature is Garmin Pay. Right. Um, so you can now, kind of like you can with Apple Pay, you can use your watch as a contactless payment card and um, to pay in shops. 
in the in the UK. So that's taking a little while, I think, to get rolled out. Is it, or is, are we are we seeing that in in yeah, and retailers? Um, it needs it needs the uh, banks to sign up to it. So currently, there's about two or three banks that are signed up, of which the biggest one is Santander. Right. So if you're a Santander account holder, you can use it straight away. Fantastic. And the key thing is, is at last on the Garmin, we've seen the Galileo come along, haven't they? So it's the first outdoor Garmin GPS unit from Garmin that uses the Galileo European satellite system. Absolutely. So we've now put the, as, as it was a soft upgrade, it's that opportunity to add that um, integration to it. And um, so it's starting to come out on Garmin models as they're released now. So yeah, this is the first outdoor product that um, features that. We've got it on a couple of our cycle and um, running products already, but this is the first outdoor one. So. Have you had a, a play with the settings in this? We had a, a bit of a play this morning. Andy, who's not actually, well, he'd be uh, in the other pod, uh, the rest of the podcast, but he's been uh, doing some videos on it for the online resource. And he's saying that when you set it up, we can only use like either GPS in Galileo or GLONASS in Galileo. I don't know if you're aware, you can't use all three satellite types. You can only choose two. I don't know if you're aware of that or not. I have had a look at that. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah I have. Um... Yeah, watch the space. Yeah, so it's interesting that you can only choose two. So I suppose we're going to get the Galileo because it's going to be the most accurate, and then you've got to choose either the American or the Russian to work alongside it. So uh, it's quite interesting. We thought we'd be able to utilize all three lots, but it's just the two you can choose from, whichever two you want. Yeah. So really a quick question to test you here, Tom. I said, if somebody's never had a Garmin GPS watch, outdoor watch before, what do you think the advantages are? I want the five top reasons people should buy a Garmin Phoenix 5 Plus, and it's just five, I don't, so not a long, I want five good reasons why people should think, actually, I, I quite fancy one of those, go on. Um, so I think, um, firstly, it's a watch for somebody who do, does a bit of everything, you know, people don't just, or a lot of people don't just do one thing anymore, they don't just go walking, they might do a little bit of cycling or a little bit of, running or even golf like we talked about before and the Garmin watch does everything reasonably well you know it's got our top running features and um, cycling walking all of that stuff it's all built in there so it's one product that'll do a lot um for that customer um secondly um Garmin's navigation ability so from uh, as you guys all know Garmin have been making outdoor navigation devices for a long time it's in our DNA and a lot of those features are in here It'll give you a grid reference in whatever format you want as you go around the world, and you've got that true routes, tracks, waypoints, navigation all built in there. Brilliant. Number uh, three. I think number three. Um, got the devices are really well connected. So Garmin don't just offer you the device. There's a lot of platforms and services available in the background. So you mentioned Basecamp before. Yeah. You can plan your routes for your watch on a free bit of software yeah. that comes available. There's the Garmin Connect platform that allows you to um, analyze your runs or your activities um, or even just your activity tracking information um, as you uh, as you go through. Brilliant. So there's lots of platforms. Number four. Reason number four, number, Tom. Number four. I think that's probably to do with the um, physical build quality of these things. So um, Garmin put a lot of effort. We've been making a long time. This is purpose built for the outdoors. You know, it's not... Um, an off-the-shelf watch that Garmin turn into an outdoor product. It is purpose-built from the ground up to be uh, an, uh, an outdoor watch. And I can say that, because I, I, I know you wear a Phoenix, I wear a Phoenix, and, and to be honest, they're, they're unbelievable. You know, they, they wear so well. I, can, I wear mine every day, measures my steps, I use it to navigate, and, and to be honest, the, the screen's not scratched or anything. It looks as good as the day I've had it, and I've had 
one of my wrists I've had on for what three years now. So um, it's it's amazing how well the build quality is, and well, that's what we expect from a Garmin. Um, so number five, the final reason that somebody should buy a Phoenix uh, Five Plus. I think it's that um, it's starting to get to that interconnectability now. So um, um, the we, the watch will now connect to your phone. You can catch it to the Wi-Fi, so from the phone point of view, you get all your notifications. It is like a smartwatch, so you can wear it every all day, every day now. Um, and it's slim and, and smart enough to wear um, with a shirt or at the office or, or whatever. Um, but also, you can now connect it to some of the other Garmin devices. You know, the new InReach Mini, You can, you can can this world of interconnectivity is starting to happen within Garmin where our devices talk to each other. Um, and it's uh, all coming, all coming together. It is. I think we've seen a very good initial sales, um, especially with people running alongside that InReach Mini, because there's an actual widget which actually controls the InReach Mini from from your watch. And I know I went out. Uh, I might actually use uh, one of the pictures I took out on Sunday. I was out, and instead of going out with my GPS on on Sunday, I was out. I just went out with my Phoenix Five Plus and my InReach Mini, and my InReach Mini is, is tiny, it's, um, it's, it's, it's brilliant. And I thought it's a complete different way to navigate, instead of going with my larger GPS unit, yeah, it was somewhere I kind of knew, and, and, and I, I kind of done a bit of route planning before, but it's amazing now how lightweight we can be when we're going out, um, in our case, I was walking from the doorstep up into the high grounds around where we, where we live. Um, it's, it's, a, yeah, it's amazing that you get all those notifications and things on, on your watch, and it's, it's a really, they complement each other very, very well, don't they? Absolutely. I went um, on Monday night, I went geocaching with um, our sales director in the Lake District. Right. And all we took was a Phoenix 5 Plus and an InReach Mini. Yeah. Um, and we were texting our colleagues um, and sending them presets from the watch, starting and stopping the live tracking. Um, but also we were geocaching caching and navigating just off the Phoenix 5 Plus. Wow. It was, uh, it was really, really, really cool. Yeah, it's, it's amazing how they're saying everything's just shrinking now, isn't it? So, and I, I think as well, I am I'm, I'm, say I still have my handheld GPS. It complements it. I think it complements them that you, you're going out somewhere and you just want it on your wrist. And again, I do, I do a little bit of mountain bike. It's just nice to go mountain bike and I just press the satellite and start recording my, 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 my ride. I've been on, I know you're a mountain biker as well, so you use it quite a bit for that, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like you say, um, if I was going out fully walking, I've still got my handheld and um, and that's kit. But this kind of watch, it's your it's your gateway to everything. You know, you can use it for a little bit of mountain biking. You can use it to record your walk. You can use it to go for a run, go geocaching. It doesn't matter. It kind of does it all. And it is a watch. It looks smart in the watch. You know, if you go out and you know, I've got a lot of friends who could like go in the pub and they go, "That's smart that watch. What is it?" You know, and they they're interesting because now smart watches are coming a lot more of of our infra, well of, of what we see around us, isn't it? Absolutely. So, all right. So many thanks, Tom, for joining us on the GPS Training Podcast. And if you would like to know any more about the Phoenix 5 Plus range, just go to our website, which is gpstraining.co.uk. Click on GPS Store, which is the top menu bar, and then click on Garmin GPS Units, sorry, Garmin Wrist GPS Units on the left-hand side. So many thanks, Tom, for joining us on the podcast. And uh, thank you for uh, telling us all about the new Phoenix 5 Plus range. No problem. See you soon. Okay, the next thing on the podcast is the InReach Mini and Expedition training videos in our online resource. So, this is the third consecutive podcast we've discussed the InReach Mini. It must be good because I've actually bought one. If you're watching us on Facebook, you're holding us up our InReach Mini that we've actually bought. So then, um, quickly, Andy... 
quick summarise, I know we've discussed in the past, what is the InReach Mini? The InReach Mini is a two-way emergency satellite communicator. So if you go off the beaten track where you've got no mobile signal and you may need to summons help or you just want to keep in touch with family and friends, the device will do that for you. So it's not just for that emergency where you want to press an SOS button and there's a monitoring station 24-7, 365 days a year that if you do have to press the SOS button, they'll know exactly where you are. They can send help. But when I said two-way communicator, rather than other devices on the market where you just press a button and think, well, I assume the message has been sent, you actually get a message back from the communication centre telling you what's happening, keeping you updated with where the emergency services are. But you can also use it for texting friends and family when you've got no mobile signal anywhere in the world using the Iridium satellite network Brilliant. system. That's fantastic. So again, you must be heard us talk about it in the past. So it's this fantastic two-way satellite communicator. And I know it's hard if you listen to the podcast, it's very, very small and very neat. Yeah, if you're looking on Facebook, we're just holding up to show how small the mini is. We do do the other in-reach devices that slightly larger, have maps on the screen, but this is a very, very small, compact, lightweight unit. You'd hardly know you're carrying it, but great for those emergencies But if you are going off the beaten track. Uh-huh. So we're talking about these new videos. We've got the online resource quickly, and the, the online resource from GPS Training. What's that yeah. all about? When you buy products from GPS Training, whether it be handheld, Garmin, or SatMap GPS devices, and now if you buy an in-reach device, and also the Phoenix 5 Plus watch will be added, you get access for a year for purchase purchasing a product from us lots of videos guides pdfs on using the devices and any associated software if you haven't bought a device from us we sell the online resource so you can actually buy the online resource for us as well for only 25 pounds a year and from the first of august it's going up to 50 pounds a year so so many videos on there now so if you want the online resource and you haven't got it get it for 25 pound while it's still 25 pound that's a good sales pitch, Andy. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so now we understand what we're talking about and the main areas. We're covering these training videos. There's three main areas. You can categorize them into three areas. Firstly, the InReach web portal, then the InReach Mini itself, and then finally the EarthMate app. These are the three things that you can work alongside it. So quickly, InReach web portal. What's that about? Yeah, so these are the videos that we've added onto the online training course if you've got an in-reach device. So the first thing is the web portal. When you buy an in-reach device, you set up the device and set up um, your shortcut messages, emergency contact numbers via what's called the in-reach portal, which is a website that you have access to to set up your device. So we talk a little bit about that in the videos. Okay. Um, that's the first part. Just right from registration. So actually registration mm-hmm. the device, choosing the plan. Um, you have to input the card details, so you take that through that, and then in the web portal you then set up emergency contact details and that yeah. kind of thing. I mean also in the web portal you do have access to mapping for all over the world. We haven't covered that yet, that is go- it's going to be something we're going to add at a later date when we do some more videos on the InReach Explorer. We've concentrated more on the Mini at the moment that's been launched, but if you haven't got a Mini and you've got one of the other InReach devices, that web portal videos, or, sorry the web portal videos we've added will still guide you through setting up your unit and the contacts etc and we will add some videos on using the mapping that you also get access to on this InReach web portal as well. That's section one. That's section one. Section two is about the InReach Mini. So what kind of things are you covering in that section on the online resource? So 
section two that we've just added to the online training course we just do an overview of the inreach mini show you how the buttons work go through various screens on the inreach mini i even show pressing the sos button but i do cancel it obviously and um, but just so you know how to send messages from the unit and just a general good overview of working with the inreach mini again when we when we do some more videos at a later date we'll probably bring in the explorer unit with a mapping and do some videos on that as well Brilliant. and you've also done some of syncing with the watch as well so again it syncs with um phoenix 5 the new phoenix 5 watches you can watches. sync the inreach mini with so there's a couple of videos there showing you how if you do own a inreach mini and you've got one of the new phoenix 5 plus watches or the, the older phoenix 5x we show you how you can pair the watch to do some features as well with the inreach mini and the watch to work together it's really good brilliant and then the final module is about the earthmate app so yeah, what's, what, what's this all about? Yeah. So if you buy one of these um, emergency communicators from us, two-way communicators, the Garmin inReach devices, you also get free access to something called the EarthMate app, which is an app that you can put onto an Android or an iPhone device. At the moment, we've concentrated on the videos on iOS, but we will in time add some Android videos. And basically this app, when it's on your phone, you have mapping for all over the world. Now it's using the GPS of your phone, not the device. So it's just as a bit of a backup, like with the mini not having maps on, it means for free from Garmin, you get access to this mapping for all over the world. But the other feature that we really like about the EarthMate app, other than the mapping, it allows you to use your phone as a virtual keypad to control functions on the inReach device. Now with the, the, the bigger inReach devices that we've always had, I suppose you've got a bit more flexibility about moving around yeah. on the screen to send a message. But the whole idea about this inReach Mini is it's very small and lightweight. And most of us would have a phone with us anyway for emergencies, for that other sort of backup when you have got a phone signal. So even when you haven't got a phone signal, you can still use your phone's keypad to send the messages or type messages into the inReach. It's not using your phone to send the messages. It's purely using the Bluetooth to use your phone as a virtual keypad yeah. and then the the satellite system of the inreach mini would then send that message that you've typed on your phone so we've got some videos there showing how the earthmate app does that it's as so well. much easier to get that data and i know i've been using the inreach mini i was out last weekend with it i just had it on my iphone the app and i was inputting the data you got all your preset messages are there already it syncs automatically it's it's a really nice and you just carry the inreach then on your belt and just uh one thing i don't know people when i i've had it in my pocket it didn't work very well in my pocket i had to have a decent view of the sky when I was out with it last weekend, so uh, it's good. So those are the three things, Andy. So are you covered in the videos? The InReach web portal, the InReach Mini itself, and also the EarthMate app. I think that's everything, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So in theory, that covers everything that you need to know to set up and use not only the InReach Mini but also the other Garmin InReach units. And you get free access, as Andy said, to these uh, training videos if you buy your GPS InReach from GPS Training, or if you've not, you can pay twenty-five pounds a year. But at the beginning of August, that goes up to fifty pounds a year. I should point out anyone who's listening to this podcast who's bought an InReach device from ourselves and hasn't bought another GPS device from ourselves, so you haven't got access to this online resource. We will be sending you all an email in the next few days giving you an giving you a year's access to the online resource so you can look at those videos and um, because we know customers who we've been selling so many of these inreach minis we had a big rush when they were first launched and they're still selling well all those customers we will be sending you an email with access details to the online resource Actually, by the time the podcast is live the newsletter goes out in one hour's time and that's one of the stories if you bought an inreach offers drop us an email and then we'll send you Brilliant. access details for that so if you want to find out more about this and all the garmin inreach 
products, please go to our website, which is gpstraining.co.uk, click on GPS store, and click on Garmin InReach satellite communicators on the left-hand side. The other thing that Andy's been doing is expedition training videos. These are also new to the GPS training online resource. So quickly, Andy, I know we've covered it in past podcasts, what is expedition and who will be using this software? Yeah, so we're now moving on to a SatMap product. We also, as well as Garmin products, we sell SatMap handheld GPS devices. For those of you on Facebook, we've got the latest Active 20 SatMap GPS device here. Now with the SatMap devices, when you buy a SatMap GPS device, we give you a guide from GPS training on how you register your device with SatMap and SatMap themselves, the manufacturer, will then give you a year's access to the premium subscription of something called Expedition Planning Software. Now they've always had a software called Expedition. The older software was simply called Expedition. The new software that's had loads of upgrades, uh, lots of nice new features is called Expedition 2. The main thing is it'll work on any web browser. Now there was issues with the old Expedition software where it needed various plugins and customers used to have issues depending on what browser they were using. So you've now got Expedition 2. SatMap will give you access for a year. You can buy it from SatMap if your years ran out. And we've done lots of videos that talk you through the overview of the software, planning routes on the software. So it's a route planning software. You have access to maps for not just the UK, but all over the world. You can plan your routes on it and then um, save those routes to the SatMap server or your computer to then send to your SatMap GPS device. So you've done a lot of videos taking you through that Loads whole process. Of videos. Don't, even from showing you taking files from websites that you found GPX routes, uh, tracks that you've recorded in your GPS, and looking back at those on the Expedition software. So we always say planning software, but it's not just a planning software. It's actually for reviewing things that you've done in your GPS. You can take out track recordings and look at them on a map and see exactly where you went for that walk or cycle ride with your SatMap GPS device. In the online resource, we've done both PC and Mac ones now, haven't we? Yeah, at the moment, uh, the Expedition 2, with it being an online software, I did notice that there's not lots of difference between viewing it on a Windows or Mac computer but we thought we'd separate the section just in case there's any small changes or in the future you see a slightly different menu when you're on a Mac or Windows so we thought we'd start off correctly with here's a section for Windows users and here's a section for Mac users um, just to future proof. We did it the other way around didn't we? Did Actually we did Mac users <laughs> first and we've, we've just uploaded the Windows users uh, so Mac users we've looked after you uh, first this They've time They've had around. it for about a, a month or six weeks haven't they and then the Windows ones just, just added the Windows ones, ones yeah. There. So that's brilliant. So online resource. So if you go to the GPS training online resource, if you just go to gpstraining.co.uk, on the top menu bar, you'll see online resource. If you click on there, it opens up a new window because it's a separate website. And again, you should have free access to that if you bought a unit from us or alternatively you can subscribe for 25 Next thing is Andy's top tips. So Andy's July top tips for Garmin first, please. Okay, so um, what we're gonna talk about, John's mentioned at the start, we're gonna talk a little bit later about satellite systems and, and mainly the Galileo system. So it's just to give you a few tips on both the Garmin and SatMap for setting up the way your GPS device picks up the satellites. Now on the Garmin handheld units that we currently sell, you have three options in the settings for satellite. So you go into setup and system and you'll see GPS. Now as default, your Garmin handheld device is normally set to just pick up the American satellite system called GPS. We find if you go in and change that setting and select it so it's GPS and GLONASS, you will 
get potentially a stronger and more accurate fix especially if you're in tree coverage so if you've accidentally reset your settings back to factory default or you haven't bought your gps device from us where we actually put that setting in on your garmin handheld go into setup system and make sure our gps is set as GPS and GLONASS rather than just And that's GPS. the American and the Russian satellites yeah. we're telling it to you. You've also got a setting in the Garmin called EGNOS and WAS, which is land-based satellite systems. We always recommend you turn those on. If you went back a number of years ago, the EGNOS part of it, which is the European system, if you were in the south of England was pretty good, but in the north of England wasn't great. But that's been updated so much now. There's so many land-based um, monitoring stations now all over Europe that the whole of the UK, you'll get a stronger signal if you do turn on the EGNOS. And the WAS is for um, Northern America, but EGNOS, it's the same setting. So in your Garmin GPS, make sure you've got GPS and GLONASS turned on and was an Egnos. Brilliant. And then your SatMap top tip. Going go along the same line, to be honest. Now, this is for the Active 20 unit first. On the new Active 20 unit, you do have in the settings and GPS the option to have GPS only, which is just the American system. Potentially, we'll use a little bit less battery, but we don't notice masses of changes. We recommend on the new Active 20 now, you have the option of GPS, GLONASS, and Galileo. It's all in the one setting, so just make sure you haven't got it set as just GPS and you have it set as GPS, GLONASS, and Galileo. Right. Fantastic. Now, there's no setting on the Active 20 for the land-based WAS and EGNOS. The same if you've got an Active 10 or Active 12, the older units, and with the Active 20, they automatically, as long as you've got GPS turned on, they automatically pick up the land-based satellites right. um, to give you that stronger signal if you're picking up a land-based signal. So you don't have to worry about that side of things on the sat map. If people have got the old, old, old actually 10, 12... What, what what options have they got then? So the Active 10 and 12, as long as you've got the latest software updates and then by using SatSync software to check for software updates, they will automatically pick up the land-based ones. There's no setting to tell you in the Active 10 and Active 12, GPS is just turned on. One thing you might not have realised, and actually you get the same signal on the Active 20, if you are picking up a land-based satellite on the Active 10, 12 or 20, where you have those green bars that appear on the top left of the screen next to the satellite icon to show you've got a satellite lock, they actually change colour to blue. If ever you see those bars change from a green colour to a blue, that means you're picking up some of these land-based satellites just to increase the accuracy. Brilliant, fantastic. So good Garmin and SatMap top tips, very much looking at setting up your GPS units to utilise all the satellites and also these land. Finally on today's podcast is Galileo and Brexit. So this ties in very well to the podcast because this time last month when we were recording uh, the podcast, uh, we could hear the telephones ringing in the office next door. As we unlocked the door and came out, uh, Lynn, who works for GPS Train, said, oh, Radio 2 be on the phone. They want you on the Jeremy Vine show this afternoon. So um, after we recorded the last podcast in the afternoon, you may have heard myself on the Jeremy Vine show to discuss the Galileo and the effect it's going to have on us in post-Brexit. So I think we've already discussed, well, Andy, just quickly summarise what Galileo is first. So Galileo is a new satellite system um, run by the European Union, which uh, we're still just about in. But uh, So this was after 17 years of development and I suppose billions of money spent, um, we now have this European satellite system called 
Galileo. Now, what's interesting is it's the I think this is why we've went this way in Europe to design our own satellite system. GPS is owned by the American military. Mm -hmm. GLONASS is owned by the Russian military. Mm -hmm. Galileo is the first satellite system to be managed by civilians, so we're not tied by military. Now, it's very rare that you would ever have military turn off satellites. It could be, you know, if, if we were in a dreadful situation of, of a war or something terrible happened, potentially the Russians and Americans could block or turn off satellite mm -hmm. signals. So I think the way we've done it now with this European system that we've all put money into, it's purely run by civilians. So it's a civilian system um, that's just starting to go live now. Brilliant. And what GPS units currently are using this Galileo system? Yeah. So the handheld units that we sell at the moment, it, at the minute, it's just the SatMap unit that picks up Galileo. So as we mentioned on my top tips, um, the Garmin, you make sure you've got the Russian and American ones turned on. But on the SatMap Active, so this is the SatMap Active 20 that has Galileo. Right. Now that's the handheld units. What's nice to see, you can see Garmin are now starting to move this way forward as well. So we'll see what happens in the future. But we have watch now that have just been launched from Garmin. We're stocking the new Phoenix 5 Plus. There'll be some other new Phoenix 5 watches coming out. They have the Galileo option. So in your settings on your new Phoenix 5 watch, I do show this on the videos on the online resource, you can set it up so it's GPS and GLONASS or GPS and Galileo. So we've now got the Phoenix 5 Plus watch with that Galileo Brilliant. system. And I think what Garmin, well, Garmin have said is it's a, it's a hardware update. So as new units come out, they'll be incorporating the Galileo technology into them. It can't sadly be a software update. So as new units come out, they'll be utilizing the Galileo. So what kind of accuracy are we seeing? Because it's a brand new satellite system. Our GPSs have been, uh, GPS, the American ones, have been with us for tens and tens of years. I know they've been updating satellites and things changed, but what kind of accuracy have you been seeing on the Galileo? Yeah, I mean, we've only used, we haven't used the Phoenix 5 Plus yet with the Galileo on. We will be doing some testing on it, and I'm sure it would be great. But with the SatMap unit, what we've noticed is when the Galileo's turned on, we've seen the accuracy getting down to two metres. Dare I say, I have had it down to one and a half metre, but on a regular basis in various environments i've seen that accuracy down to two meters whereas normally we see on handheld devices we don't get any further down than three meters which to be honest is great there's no issue at all so anyone sitting there thinking i've got a garmin device that doesn't pick up galileo as a walker and hiker three meters accuracy is great but yeah. it is nice to see how things are changing and the fact we've now got a, ha a handheld device so this isn't a, a, a what i would call a, a professional severe's mm -hmm. device that you can pay thousands of pounds for for mark a, I don't know, a borehole that you have to be down to the last few inches and we're getting two metres accuracy and potentially... A I have seen it at a metre and a half, yeah. but I'd rather err on the side of caution. Majority of the time, I'm seeing about two metres on the SatMap Active 20. Fantastic. And that's down to the... When we turn off the Galileo on it, I see that jump up back to the three, four, five metres. Yeah. So, so it's it often is twice as accurate, really, isn't it? Which is brilliant. And then post... This has been the big story in the news, post-Brexit. How will this affect us as outdoor walkers? So the minute we're talking about domestic use here, and they are talking about the accuracy for domestic use getting better and better as the final satellites go, because I think at the moment we've got about, last time I checked, there's about 22 of the European Galileo satellites up, but eventually that will be about 30. So we may see the accuracy come down again. But they've got this thing called... Um, it, it, it's with the Galileo system where you, for specific amenities to government agencies. So there'll be like encrypted channels for likes of the emergency services. And I have read in some documentation, now don't quote me on this, but you're potentially talking about in the future getting down to the last few inches for this encrypted data that would be given to likes of uh, the emergency services. 
that's where I think the concern is with what's happening with the Brexit and all this talk about oh if, if we pull when we pull out we're not going to be allowed to have anything to do with Galileo it's not from what we've read it's not going to affect domestic devices in any way it'll potentially affect whether the European Union allow the emergency services and other government agencies in the UK to have access to that in, encrypted data for that accuracy that may be down to the last few inches potentially yes yeah, that, yeah. that's the only changes i think will happen whether that'll ever happen because we've put so much money into it i mean yeah. uh, you've got this on your debate and you, you talk to jeremy vine about it yeah, yeah so it'd be interesting to see what happens but again the way we understand it is the outdoor sets that we're in you know it will not affect Domestic us we'll still be used to galileo and potentially it will uh, affect uh, professional people who are wanting to use it so if you want to hear the interview on the Jeremy Vine Show, I actually uh, put it on our website. So if you go to our website, which is gpstraining.co.uk, click on News, and then you'll see it in the news section, the interview there with Jeremy Vine. So to finish off podcast number 11, many thanks for listening to us, and let us know if you'd like anything covered in future podcasts. Um, Give us a call at GPS Training, um, especially if you're thinking about buying a new GPS unit. And please take a look at both our physical GPS training courses that we do around the country and also our webinars and the online resource. So go, just go to our website, which is gpstraining.co.uk and click on GPS Training Courses. Please do tell your friends about the podcast and also about GPS Training. And don't forget, you can watch us recording the podcast on our Facebook page, which is GPS Training UK, or on our YouTube channel, which is just GPS Training. And if you are listening to on your or smartphone, please do review um, or, and, and rate our podcast. So we say RST, our podcast. So rate our podcast, especially on iTunes, very much help it. Subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you listen to. And T is tell a friend about both GPS training and about the GPS training podcast. Please help us spread the word. Many thanks, Andy, for joining me on this, our 11th episode of the GPS Training Podcast. Thank you. And again, if you want anything to cover in future episodes, just please give us a shout. And we look forward to you again in our August edition. Thanks for listening. <laughs>